0: He is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. The Easter Day Gospel tells us how the first disciples came to know that Jesus was risen from the dead, how St. John was the first to understand the empty tomb, how Mary Magdalene was the first sheep the risen Christ called by name. The epistle for Easter tells us about our own resurrection. It says, if you then were raised with Christ. What does it mean to be raised with Christ? For St. Paul, who wrote our epistle, resurrection is the experience of baptism and faith. In Colossians chapter 2, verse 12, which is just 12 verses before our Easter epistle, St. Paul wrote, we were buried with Christ in baptism in which you were also raised with him through faith. This echoes Romans 6, four, which says, quote, we are buried with Christ through baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so, we also should walk in newness of life. Baptism is not always understood or experienced as as a resurrection. Infant baptism has sometimes been practiced as a detour to church, to give a child an obligatory blessing, after which the family would resume its normal prayerless non-participation. Years later, the baptized child might be brought to church to be confirmed, after which the child would be freed from all church obligation till later on they might want to be married in the church. This uncommitted approach to Christian initiation and formation contributed to the evangelical movement many people who had been baptized did not experience the resurrection until later in life someone confronted them with the Jesus of the bible and the reality of their sin then they experienced what the tradition calls conversion of the heart The church has always believed that salvation involves both the objective sacrament of baptism and the subjective experience of faith by which one receives the objective gift of resurrection life. The church father, Saint Augustine, explained it this way. The sacrament of baptism is one thing The conversion of the heart is another, but the salvation of man is affected by these two. The church has never believed that baptism alone is a guarantee of salvation, as St. Augustine wrote in another place. We all know that if one baptized in infancy does not believe when he comes to years of discretion and does not keep himself from lawless desires, then he will have no profit from the gift he received as a baby. However, a lack of conversion of the heart on the part of a baptized person does not invalidate the baptismal gift. A sacrament communicates to us a gift from God that does not depend upon us or our faith. Without active faith, the baptismal gift is dormant, like a living plant rendered unfruitful by the winter freeze. Conversion is like the spring thaw that opens the heart to the life God has planted, causes it to take root and grow and bear fruit. This was my experience. I was baptized when I was six months old, but experienced conversion of the heart somewhere around age 20. We renew baptismal vows on Easter and sprinkle Easter water on the faithful, both to remember our baptisms and to grow in our experience of conversion. As we grow in our faith, as we trust God more, we grow in our baptismal experience of resurrection. Our initial conversion is just a beginning. Conversion, the beginning of it, envisions a complete surrender to God into which we grow in the Christian life. Baptism is also the beginning. Our baptism looks forward to our actual resurrection, on the day of resurrection, when, as 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 52 says, the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. The aim of Lent, the season we just completed, which now gives way to tide. The aim of Lent was growth in repentance and faith. Repentance and faith are the two components of conversion of the heart. Growth in sorrow for our sins and growth in our trust in Jesus facilitate the growth of the resurrection life of Jesus within us. By grace, we experience a process of change. From doubt and hidden sin, to conviction and honest confession, to the grace of forgiveness and renewed faith, to the practice of good works done in love, through this process we grow in our baptismal experience of dying and rising with Christ. As those who are raised with Christ in baptism, St. Paul exhorts us to seek those things which are above. The word seek is a present tense verb requiring continuous activity. It teaches us that the Christian life requires a constant vigilance in the pursuit of God's will. Easter is not merely a thing we believe in, a salvation to store away and cash in on the day of our death. It is not merely a past baptism or a past conversion experience. Easter is a way of life. The constant temptation is to substitute some religious activity or even some religious experience for a living relationship with the risen Christ. But there is no substitute for dying to sin each day and rising to life each day. The Easter question is not when were you baptized or when were you converted? The Easter question is what is God doing in your life now? As Psalm 95 says, says to us today if you will hear his voice harden not your hearts the epistle says set your mind on things above and not on things on the earth this does not mean that you can't think about what you're going to do tomorrow on earth it means to think about what you're going to do tomorrow in a new way in the light of the fact that you were raised with Christ. Rather than thinking about how God can help you get all of the things you want on earth, think about how everything on earth relates to the kingdom of God and what the implications of the kingdom are for every area of our lives. This is not an easy task, and this is why we must seek those things which are above. We seek the things above through constant prayer. As Jesus said, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. We seek the things above by devotion to the word of God, by conforming our lives to its narrative rather than to the story of the world around us. We seek the things above through our connection with other believers who give us wise counsel, who encourage us, who hold us accountable, and save us from captivity to our own isolated thoughts and feelings. We are raised as the body of Christ, not as isolated individuals. We seek the things above by washing each other's feet. As Jesus said to us on Monday Thursday, by this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. The resurrection life of seeking the things above is the privilege of our baptism and conversion. We are free in Christ to live. We are free from the futility of the world and its false promises which always disappoint us. We are free from captivity to our former patterns of sin which always make us miserable. We are free to love. The main barrier to our freedom in Christ is fear. We are afraid to let go of our old unfruitful but comfortable patterns that keep us captive. and We are afraid to fully enter into the new life of resurrection. This is why Jesus constantly told his disciples, do not be afraid. As the risen and glorified Jesus said to the exiled, St. John on the island of Patmos. Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am he who lives and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. On Easter, as you remember your baptism and grow in your experience of conversion of the heart, Do not be afraid. Rather, if you then were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above and not on things on the earth, for you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is our life, appears, then we will also appear with him in glory.